Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. Kevin. And I'm Mike. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we're taking a long, hard look at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of the 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down. Some folks say that Willie Bree was the baddest motherfucker the world ever seen. But I want you to hold on to your feet. Hold on to them tight. Because you now get ready to see the story of me. Yes, me. The badass. Don't look Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Kevin is back with you along with Mike. What's up? And we are here to talk about the rest of this amazing movie, Dolomite 1975. Rudy Ray Moore throwing it down with an iconic uh, black exploitation slash comedy slash action slash uh, hell, I don't know. <laughs> slash everything. <laughs> this movie's got it all. Thriller film, yeah. It's, it's got it all except for, like I said, sharks with uh, laser beams. <laughs> all right, so we'll get back into the plot here. I hesitate to even use the word plot because this movie is so loosely put together. But uh, what's going on is Dolomite is taking his club back from Willie Green and he's throwing a big party there. And then Willie Green and his goons have come in there and they're demanding money uh, from Dolomite or that he give them a share of the club. And basically Dolomite's just insulted, uh, insulted them. So, you know, some drama is about to pop off. But before we get into all that, Mike, tell me what you what do you think of this movie, man? I mean, I think we both agree that it's awful, but like it still somehow works. Like, what do you how does that even how is that possible? I think I feel like movies have to be either really good or really bad to yeah. really enjoy them. Like that middle ground, you're like, oh, this is just shit. This is when you miss too mediocre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just terrible. It's like hotel room art. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if this was it's too it's it's too it's just not even bad enough to be offensive. It's yeah. just no one would look at it and be offended by it. And that's why it's in a hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just, this movie is just, it's in it. I think a lot of people like it because it's like a, like you get to look into the world of filmmaking because mm-hmm. you literally see the, the shadows of the cameraman in the yeah. background. You literally see the boom mic, you know, you, it's like you're taking a step into that world. Now back in uh, Dolomite land, Willie Green has his goons start busting up the club. And I guess there's chaos in there. There's shooting starts. Of course, always shooting, shooting at Dolomite while he's sort of running out of the running out of the out of the room. And he whatever he killed. <laughs> Wait, Dolomite runns into his dressing room and turns out the lights mm-hmm. <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, Queen Bee gets shot. Does she really? I, I think don't... so. But they never they never come back to really update how she's doing or anything. I didn't. I, I didn't think she gets killed. I so, think she gets shot. She screams 
as she as she's being shot at I, maybe she's just scared uh, i know that there's like this giant like karate fight which yeah. <laughs> every movie has to end with a karate fight right? there's like a whole lot of half-ass kung fu fighting there's this giant karate fight that happens and just everybody's getting kicked and like doing like bad flips karate too this is everybody's doing like a karate fight some um, of the dudes in the background fighting mm-hmm they were good. We're decent. The, they were probably the ones from the Chuck Norris school. Yeah. They were good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were good for this movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then the the Dolomite girls and Dolomite himself were just like, you could tell they had had a couple of lessons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were definitely pulling their punches. You can see it's so <laughs> obvious. And and uh, Willie Green comes into Dolomite's room and they're fighting in the dark. Kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just it's strange, maybe, so you wouldn't see how bad the fighting is. Possibly. I yeah. don't know. Do you, Kevin, do you think that we could pull off like a fight scene? Like no. if we, if we. Oh, you mean if we had time to rehearse? Choreographed it and like. Uh, probably not. You don't think so? <laughs> I don't know. A, not just a fight scene, but a karate fight scene. With kicks and shit? Yeah. Do you think that if we watched. I can kick probably much higher than my weight. <laughs> but if we watched uh, like a movie, like a Bruce Lee movie uh-huh. or a Jackie Chan movie. Obviously, we're not jumping from like roofs and stuff like that. Yeah, but could we mimic their 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 punches and their kicks and <laughs> and shoot it in such a way that it would look like we're actually hitting each other? Do you think? I think we're sophisticated think, enough. To I do think that. if we tried it, it would be about on the level from of this movie. No, I think maybe a little bit better than this, but it would probably be on that level of Dumb and Dumber. When uh, Jim Carrey's fighting the waiter, Mm. it's just like corny fighting, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, but it could be funny. (laughs) (laughs) We were like, so again, I can't imagine. Honestly, I don't know what he was thinking. I think he was just like, (laughs) I I just want to make a movie. and I'm just going to put all the things that I love about filmmaking in it. Everything I would want to see in a movie. I'm going to cram it all into one movie. That's my thoughts on this. Yeah. He was just like, and so I love that man. They threw everything in the kitchen sink. And it all stuck. (laughs) And dude, in this scene, it's just even, it's impossible to know who's a good guy and who's a bad guy. It's yeah. just everybody was fighting. Well, I think everybody gets their ass kicked as a bad guy. Like all the, it's a definitely <laughs> okay. like a heavy good guy wins the, the, the day type fight. Um, so Officer Blakely shows up mm-hmm. as everything's in full swing. He comes into the dressing room and he flips on the light and he finds Willie Green and Dolomite fighting each other. Yep. And Willie Green shoots Dolomite yep. in the shoulder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is where I don't even know what happens. So he, he grabs him in the gut. So, so what happened was uh, in the original Dolomite punches Willie Green in uh-huh. the gut and he punches him so hard. He goes inside his gut and okay. he pulls out his intestines. Intestine, right. Right. Like some fucking uh, dumb and dumber shit. When he yeah, gets exactly. Exactly. Okay. But they censored it when they, when they sent the movie in to get like its rating. Okay. That was one of the scenes that they were like, well, this is too much. It's too much. And so it got like an X rating. Is that, does that exist on YouTube? I don't know. I'm sure it exists somewhere. Cause I noticed when I was watching the Netflix movie, when he does it in the Netflix movie, he has the gut yeah. out. So but he, then in the movie, it's just an awkward cut. They were like, well, we don't have a way, we don't have any more money, right. To <laughs> refilm this. Uh-huh. So they basically just cut that scene to, well, and they do like a hard cut. Cause he punches him and then they literally cut to like Willie Green on the ground or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it cuts from him like with his hand on Willie and Willie Green's stomach to uh, he's on the ground dead and, and Dolomite's holding his shoulder. Yeah, where he, but but yeah. in the original cut, he pulled out his guts. Shit. So, yeah, that's... I, you that's, could totally get away with that now. Absolutely. 
dude, hostile. Yeah, you yeah. can absolutely get away with That's that now. So I think, you know, in addition to all the nudity that's in this film, uh, I think that that was one of the scenes where the, I guess, MPAA, they were like, yeah, this is too much. (laughs) Now, I love this moment where Blakely says, God damn, Dolomite. (laughs) And then he just walks up and shoots Willie Green. (laughs) Oh, does he? (laughs) He shot him in the head. Was he already dead? Was he already like, guts were already out? Just to be safe. (laughs) He walked up and shot him. Hey, you know what? Like... In a black horror film, man. And he said some (laughs) shit like, you know, now it won't go down as you killed him. Like, it'll go down as I shot him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. People are going to wonder why his guts are hanging out. (laughs) (laughs) So he's got a giant bullet in his head, but his guts are also hanging out. That didn't come from the bullet wound. (laughs) Uh, We'll just explain that some other way. Yeah, yeah. Then it cuts back to the mayor's house. And he's in bed. He's banging his wife oh, and yeah. Pinky. Yeah. <laughs> and right. he gets a call from the Is pink- it his wife and Pinky at the same time? Yes. They were both in the bed. <laughs> I, d- I thought that it was just Pinky, but yeah, okay. No, I think you barely, you mainly see Pinky, but there's definitely another person in there. And then his wife comes running in later. But um, so it definitely was a three-way happening. Okay. I didn't get that, but okay. This mayor, man. So he gets a phone call and it's the dirty copies telling him that, like everything that happened mm-hmm. down in the club. Mm-hmm. And the mayor is just naked. Like he rolls out of bed. Is it bare ass? Do you out. get... Do you get extra money for like doing a nude scene like that? Because he uh, is like, like he is just naked, naked. Like, I don't yeah. think you see the front, but you see a whole I mean, lot there's of no, mayor ass. I, I'm pretty sure Rudy Rudy Ray Moore was butt naked in some of these earlier scenes too. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this dude is Why like not? naked, naked. <laughs> but he tells the cop that he better find Dolomite and kill him, and then he makes some other calls to I don't even know who, saying that he wants them to. To put a hit on the Dolomite, the mm-hmm. Dolomite. Mm-hmm. He said, I want you to kill the Dolomite. And he said, tells him he's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, that's right. He does this where all this comes yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when Pinky comes in. Pinky walks in with a gun on the mayor. I don't know why. Yeah, so I remember the mayor was butt naked. I remember the mayor yeah. was like, I didn't remember him having a threesome, but I, it was I, like a qu- this bit was like a quick reveal that maybe Pinky wasn't so bad because she comes in and she's mad at him. Like you kill, you use me and you killed my people. But Pinky was the one that had been, she was um, him out. Well, she was the one that was initially with, um, Dolomite, and then when Dolomite went to jail, she went to Willie Green. She table. went to Willie Green's table, but Willie Green's working with the mayor. Yeah. So yeah. I imagine the mayor was probably like, but I think oh, she also in. perhaps helped them frame Dolomite. Yeah, and so, but Pinky was like, was like Dolomite's main girl, main girl yeah. and so Dolomite had you remember he had that whole scene with her, uh-huh. kind of like uh, Austin Powers, where he has like he <laughs> does the thing with the robots, you know. Yeah. He's got that much sexual charisma with yes. him. So uh, I, what did he? I, Austin Powers is a great. Austin Powers would have loved Dolomite. Yeah, movies. absolutely. I totally That's like agree. The same type of character. I totally agree. Uh, but Dolomite, his sexual prowess is so strong uh-huh. that he fucks basically the hell out of Pinky and makes her turn back. Turn loyal again. Ba- <laughs> turn back to being loyal. So now she's with the mayor and she's basically setting up the mayor because now she, sh- uh-huh. she shoots the mayor, right? Well, she shoots the mayor's wife. Yeah. Um, that's when the mayor's wife comes running in. Like what was weird was, okay, so if you think about this, the mayor got the phone call and he left the room and then Pinky got out of bed and got a gun from somewhere and came in to the bathroom area where the mayor was. And the mayor's wife presumably was just watching all this happen yeah, from the I, bed because she came again. in. She came in like on a delay, but uh, 
the two women struggle and Pinky shoots the mayor's wife. Mm-hmm. And then the mayor attacks and she and strangles and kills Pinky. I did not see that coming. Now, so, you know, most bad guys don't ever do the the, the dirty work themselves. Right? Yeah. And so now the mayor is actually doing his own dirty work by killing, by I, actually killing somebody. So. Yeah. Um, now, outside the mayor's house, which appears to be this awesome, yeah, Hollywood Hills home, yeah. I think where they were having the party earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Blakely is climbing over the fence by the swimming pool, and a couple of the mayor's <laughs> goons, they get the drop That's on right. Him, and that's when he tells them, I'm the FBI. I don't know if this was supposed to be a big surprise, because this was the first time in the movie that it comes out that this guy, Blakely, who had been acting like he was a detective or something. So he acted like he was a cop the whole time, yeah, but now yeah, he reveals he's, like, he's FBI. I got you on the FBI. Like, what, like, why wouldn't you just... Like, why wouldn't you say, why would you say you were a cop initially? <laughs> I know that's not a good undercover. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a cop. Oh no, I'm like, an FBI. I'm FBI. Yeah. Like, why would you just like, I'm just like a random dude. But of course, in the very beginning of the movie, the warden had told him there's going to, there's a mystery FBI agent mm-hmm. here who will reveal himself at the right moment. Yeah. That's not a, so it's paying off that, but it also just doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's, it's not a big, it's not like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. But the goons basically tell him, well, we're going to shoot you full of a bunch of heroin and kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the dude, his goons had the weirdest accents, like Eastern European. Was type, it really? Uh, or like Albania or some shit. Again. Like, uh, hey, uh, hey, you want to be in my movie? Dude, and they had really bad hair and makeup as well. It mm-hmm. was it was strange. But um, Blakely's like. Hey, look over there. The mayor's getting away with all the money <laughs> and they both get distracted and, and Blakely beats them both up. And those like one in the swimming pool <laughs> doing in the swimming yeah. pool. And then uh, he's chasing the mayor in the car. Uh, yeah. Now, so you know, say, a guy who is definitely not Jerry Jones jumps in the car and goes chasing after him. This was like a really bad stunt double. Mm-hmm. I feel like he either he either had a really bad Afro wig. It was a totally different hair, yeah. totally different hair. So I'm not a screenwriter, right? But things that <laughs> sound good on paper don't necessarily transfer to film. I'm uh-huh. sure every, I'm sure Jerry Jones wrote this screenplay. He's like, man, this is banging. This is like the best screenplay ever. And then you actually try to film it. Yeah. And I'm sure you're limited by resources. Like you can't make stuff look like you want it to look, but <laughs> Yeah, this, yeah, like the, the fight between Blakely and the goons where he throws it is it's just awful. Yeah. Then when he's the car chase is corny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's so much. It's just. And then he, he yeah. they get to the airport. He chases and he, him to like a small airport. Yeah. And then he shoots the mayor on like on the wing of the airplane. Mayor's up on the, he's trying to get on the, on the, into a plane to get away, I guess. Yeah. And Blakely shoots him and kills him. And the plane's not even like cut on. It's not even like. <laughs> Was he going to fly the plane himself? I don't, I probably, yeah. I mean, <laughs> okay, why most not? bad guys can't fly planes, that's by the way. <laughs> that's true. How come every villain, <laughs> every villain how to fly a plane? has an aviator's license? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, so that was that's curtains for the mayor, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he's and dead. And now, uh, back at the hospital, Blakely is is there, and he's telling Dolomite that there's a contract out on his head, and uh, Shy is there for some reason wearing a nurse's uniform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, First off, don't you think the movie should have ended at the at the club? This is all like extra. Like it is. This is like thirty. How short would that movie have been without this stuff? Though? True, but this is like twenty five minutes of stuff that didn't need to happen. This is the shit that could have been in the sequel, I guess. Yeah, yeah. This is like yeah, the club. This is definitely where you're like, oh, the movie's over. Oh, wait a minute, no, we got twenty five more minutes. He pulled a, a, a hobbits on us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know why Shy is wearing the nurse's uniform. Whatever. Um, well, it's important later, but anyway, uh, Blakely tells Dolomite that he's FBI. And <laughs> Dolomite tells him, I thought you was just another one of them jive ass Rudy Poo cops. <laughs> I mean, I again, I don't know why more of his lines aren't like in everyday Well, that language. Rudy Pooh, The Rock used to say that a lot. In Did he really? Days. He would call like someone a Rudy Pooh candy Are ass. you serious? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I don't know if it was a... I never heard the expression before, though, because I had not seen Dolomite at the time. So I can see where The Rock's dad would watch a lot oh, of yeah, dude. Dolomite. Absolutely. So I can see where The Rock would grow up. Rock probably grew up watching that stuff. Probably, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can see that. I thought you was just another one of those jive ass Rudy Poo cops. Rudy Poo cops, man. (laughs) Like that, like you call somebody a Rudy Poo, like how are they going to come back on that? Like, like, (laughs) you're speechless. Exactly. You're just like, you're devastated. When someone calls you rat soup eating, there's nothing you can say to that. <laughs> you're, you're, you're speechless. You're like, there's nothing like, I got nothing. I it's got like, uh, it's like an eight mile when you just freeze up when somebody hits you too hard. <laughs> you just turtle. You it's turtle like, yep, up. I, I lost, I lost that one right there. I, I, I'll take an L on this. Uh, this dude just called me a rat soup eating motherfucker. Like I'm done. <laughs> so, uh, Blakely tells him he thinks he knows who put the contract on him. Which is stupid because at this point, Willie Green's dead Willie Green's and the dead. mayor's dead. Yeah. How, That's the only two it could have been, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but I mean, know. they had still put the contract out him. So it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily but why mean. why is he making it like a mystery still? You know? Oh, because. I like, think I know who put, who the, put the who, hit on you. Yeah. But he's like, I have a master plan again, to solve it. I, again, this is probably where. Something was filmed before and it got put in later. Also, because like, all this whole this whole scene seems like, oh, dude, very unnecessary. And there's a moment, I swear to God, where it seemed like Jerry Jones must have forgot his line because mm-hmm. there's just a, a middle a bit in the middle of the scene where there's just a very long pause. And then he starts talking again. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Or either he forgot his line or whoever he was. I guess Rudy was to have a line and Rudy forgot, Rudy forgot his line. I'm, Somebody I'm, forgot the damn line that. Yeah, that's where they're like, first take, print it, put it in the movie. <laughs> like, we're, we don't have it's enough film. Enough. We don't have enough film to make do this again. So now we see why uh, Shy was in the nurse's uniform, because she's pretended to be the nurse out at the front desk, mm-hmm. um, which is, of course, stupid, right? Because he he hadn't even told them his plan yet, and she's already in costume. Yeah, but doesn't she... She, so like the three goons come in, right? Yeah, and they, exactly. they, they look like goons. And Shy right? points them towards the room. Here's the funny thing. They walk up to the door and they, they like yeah. look in, but Dolomite was the, hiding to the side. The you can see right? Dolomite looking at them, looking in the door. He's just like behind the door. So maybe they can't see him. I don't know. Maybe they but he's definitely, in, but he's definitely in frame he's in of the plain, shot. He's in plain he's, sight. He's Fine. definitely Fuck there. It. Fuck it. He's in plain sight. They could totally just walk in. They're like, the bed's empty. There's a guy who looks like Dolomite standing in the corner. Well, why would you not? Why wouldn't you have them walk in first and then have them come out? Like he was like there when they walked up. I feel like they were shooting on a very strange set. I guess because the blocking of none of these scenes make they were definitely like show don't tell. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, he sort of gets the drop on him because he was hiding behind the door. And then uh, and then when he proceeds to just start to fist fight three guys with guns. Yep, And he's wounded. And then Blakely bursts in and shoots one of them. Yep. And Dolomite's like just in time. Thanks, baby. (laughs) (laughs) It's all so strange. Yeah, yeah. 
like, was that the master plan that, uh, that, that Blakely was talking about? Cause that was a sh- terrible it, plan. It was to, to <laughs> take care of the hit, I guess. It yeah. was like, I got a master plan. I'm, I'm telling you guys what guns I, are going to come in and you start fist fighting them. I guarantee <laughs> when they wrote this movie, this whole scene was early in the movie. But you know what, dude, every movie, like every Rambo, every Schwarzenegger movie are like this, where he's one guy with a machete or something. He's fighting a bunch of dudes with machine guns, you know, True. like those movies are no more realistic than this. But what I'm saying is why would you have the henchmen like the end of the movie should have ended with the mayor, right? Of course. Or Willie green. The ma- it should have been in the, it should have been in the club. It should have been in the club or with the mayor or something like that. It shouldn't be with the three goons who we've never seen ever in this movie. A bunch of henchmen. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, wasn't one of them the main dirty cop? No, but he I shows think up later. They show up later because they're they show <laughs> these were just three random yeah. goons. So, so like this is L.A. right, L.A. County, and there's this big fight in this hospital, <laughs> and then these two cops always just end up showing up at the crime <laughs> scene of whatever Dolomites involved if you think with. About it, I mean, this was a working hospital, so they were like, "Hey, do you mind if we?" Um, use one of your rooms as a trap for some gunmen. Yeah. The, like, <laughs> They're the like next the hospital administrators are like, yeah, sure. Do what and, you want to do. Dolomite. Cause the shy is like the receptionist. Can right? we, yeah. Can we plant this uh, hooker exactly. to so pretend they, to be a nurse? They had to get the receptionist <laughs> out of there too. I mean, it's, it's insane. <laughs> this movie is insane. You can't, this is like most of these movies. You can't look at it too closely or no, everything no. starts to fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, but, uh, we're just going to do this and it, and it happens to work. Yeah. That plan was terrible, but it worked. But it worked. It worked. And then uh, Blakely says, there's more to come. So sit tight. I'll be around. And then <laughs> I'm surprised he, he didn't vanish. And then he like just a, goes and he stands in the corner of the room. <laughs> like he's he in the room. I'll be around right over here where you were in plain sight. <laughs> I'm a hide behind the curtain. Did, but like he, wait a minute. He never did, left the room. I swear to you, he never left. He didn't the, walk out the door. No, he walked back behind the camera into the corner of the room, like back by the window. Okay. I, uh, and then. Then that's when the two main crooked cops that we've been seeing throughout yeah. the movie, they show up dressed, I guess, as like gangsters. They're mm. in street clothes. Yeah, they're like, and aren't they in all black, I think? Uh, yeah, or they were, were kind of yeah. dressed like not like in their uniform. Yeah, they're definitely coming. Yeah. And uh, Dolomite basically is just standing there, you know, unarmed. He calls him a rat soup eating <laughs> honky motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And... Then Blakely just steps out into frame and arrests them from nowhere. Yeah. I mean, from the room, like he was in the room. Yeah. Yeah. He did not come in from around the corner. He just stepped into frame. So, yeah. yeah I, and he's you're like, right. I got you. You're right. You, you need to have a, a cut scene where he's like, he steps in the bathroom or something need like a production that. Right? Manager or somebody who can say, this doesn't make any sense. Let's have, why doesn't he come in from outside? Yeah, but I think the the problem with this <laughs> is that the cameraman was also the skip script supervisor was also the lighting they guy. I didn't have time to move the camera to another setup and stuff yeah. like that. It's like no, we just got to do with this. Um, yeah, yeah. Like the hospital, like we only have three lights. The hospital said you've got two hours to film this. And exactly. So I wonder if they had a permit to shoot in there. I wonder if it was even. It's probably not even a real hospital. Anything. <sighs> It'd be hard to get this type of production into a real hospital. So is it a real hospital? So that's a good question. Is it a real hospital versus them having the money to make it look like Uh, a real hospital? You know what? Dolomite, uh, Rudy Ray Moore probably knew a couple of nurses that could maybe sneak him in in the middle of the night to shoot. I'm going to go with that. 
Because yeah. there's no way they had the budget to like to make, make a, a set that <laughs> make that looks like a real hospital. Um, Unless he like, I mean, again, it was, it was filmed in L.A., so he might have known somebody that knew a set that had a yeah. set. It, it, anything's possible. Now, I like this moment where then Blakely just sort of steps out and a couple of other uniform cops come in Appear out of and nowhere. take them away. And it's a couple of black dudes, a couple yeah. of black mm-hmm. cops, which mm-hmm. I thought was a statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like, you know, you don't want to just have more white cops. Arresting the crooked white cops. Yeah, I thought that was, I thought they were saying something. I don't know what. (laughs) I don't know what they were saying. It could have been one of those things where you don't know. Or you can only trust the the black cops. I don't know. I I see what you're saying. I, I, I can't say that Jerry Jones was trying to make a statement by having two black cops arrest two white cops. It's very possible. Um. It when he cast some more it, FBI guys, maybe it should have been a lot more of a lot more stuff, <laughs> <laughs> but there wasn't. <laughs> so we're just gonna go for what we got. Yeah. Um. Now. But yeah, that yeah, they arrest the two guys, and I thought this was one of, probably one of the better acted scenes too, because it's a long shot where they arrest the guys and they're they're on going, the hallway, they're in the hallway, and they're going back and forth for each other, like, oh, uh, you know, I told you we shouldn't do this, and yeah, it's, it's a pretty good scene. It, out of all all this movie, it's probably one of the better scenes, <laughs> the, the arrest. Yeah, no, because I because I, I think that you, you can tell where there were real actors in the movie, and this was yeah. one of those those. This scenes. is probably a couple of dudes that Jerry Jones knew. Or something probably something I'm like pretty that. sure like the lead bad cop was he hit done like Sanford Son to me he had done like Sanford Son Jefferson stuff like that okay. so he had been around he had done stuff and then it cuts to I it cuts to I guess sometime later like next week yeah um for whatever for some reason Blakely has shut down Dolomite's club he just says I guess you can understand why but I don't really other than maybe it's just a massive crime scene mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you can't just shut the club down because some bad guys came in there. Well, I mean, he still maybe it was a whorehouse. I guess. I mean, yeah, was it also a, was like, a brothel. So here's the thing: like Dolomite's not the good guy. He's the antihero. You know, he's not a good mm-hmm. guy. So yeah, you still got to shut the brothel down. You know, you can't just let that roll. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess. But then Blakely asked Dolomite, "What's he gonna do now?" And he says he's gonna go back to the Black Land. Does, that, said, does he mean yeah. like Africa? You mean? Is that what it is? I guess. I have. I doubt it. I, I don't know. Maybe he meant he St. Louis I, or yeah, something. Yeah, he said, I I'm going to go back to the black land, but I will return. It was kind of like a James Bond type ending, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it just cuts. And it cuts to the uh, hard cut of those two, like a still frame of them just on screen, right? Yeah. And then the song they're playing is like very democratic, I would say, because it's talking about all are welcome. At, mm-hmm. at your at my house and stuff. I'd have to hear it again. Yeah, I mean, I I dug it. Mm-hmm. I don't. The the credits give some weird special thanks. They is well, this is thanks to Chuck Norris's karate. Chuck school. Norris, That's yeah. cool. Special thanks to Mr. Fatburger. Uh, I wonder if Fatburger hooked him up with uh, some food. Probably, probably. No, I think it was Fatburger's the place where the uh, they found the creeper. Do you think that was the burger? Or yeah, the I think that pimp? was the hamburger pimp. Yeah. That was just a little shack. Did Fatburger start out as just a little like shack? Probably. I mean, That's this was awesome. made in 75. Probably. They they gave thanks to a mortuary, <laughs> which they must have been shooting in there. It's yeah. Real. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, special thanks to the Geisha House of Beautiful Women. Oh. I wonder if that's where they found like some of the stripper women or maybe they shot in the Maybe the club was, maybe that was the club. No, nah, you know, the more I think about it, I think the club probably was shot in the hotel, like they, in the big ballroom in a hotel. Yeah, I could see this that. This rundown hotel. I think that they wrecked that place. Yeah. I think the geisha women were just like, he needed a bunch of beautiful karate um, women and hey, you want to be in my movie? 
<laughs> I think that's what I, I love that. From. Yeah, in the Netflix movie, he was just in the strip club, like recruiting women, basically. Mm-hmm. Who, well, yeah, I'm sure. Dolomite girl. I, I, yeah, I'm sure some of the girls were people he knew, but I, but when you need like a, a army. <laughs> then you kind of have to go to the geisha house. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> when you need an army of karate chicks. So what came next for Rudy Ray? There was an ame- there was a sequel they did right after this, right? So yeah, right after this movie came out um, in 76, he released the human tornado. Did you, did you watch that? I one? haven't seen that. So it was another Dolomite movie though. Right? Another, he was playing Dolomite. So I know he did several sequels. Uh, he did many years later. He did some more. He right? did human tornado. He did the return of Dolomite. And I think he did one called PD Weestral where he plays like a Dolomite character, but he's not okay. Dolomite. That's like Red Sonia where, yeah. <laughs> where Con- Arnold's he's not, not Conan, Conan, but he's a Conan-like character. He's not Conan in a movie? No, I think they couldn't, they didn't have the rights anymore to Conan name or something, some dumb shit hmm. where they had, so yeah, his name was like Gunan. I did or not some know shit. that. Yeah, but I mean, clearly he's supposed to be Conan. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like that, Um, what is the Never Say Never Again where, where he's, well, he plays James Bond. But though. it's like kind of a fake ass. It wasn't, it wasn't done with the, real blessing of the real James Bond True. like production team. And Felix Leiter was not. Yeah. yeah. It was just a strange, like kind of bootleg. Like I think Q wasn't the same and that. Yeah. Everything and, was, and it was like, a, it, was, it was a knockoff. It was basically like, it was, a, it was like a bootleg, which is I, funny because that's probably one of my favorite James you Bond movies. You like that one? I love that movie. I thought Sean Connery was too old to be doing it at that time. Older than Roger Moore. And like, he might've been about the same age, but he just didn't have, I don't, I didn't feel like his heart was in it. Really? I didn't think so, but it wasn't also just a straight up remake of Thunderball. It was. Yeah. Same plot. Literally the same plot. Yeah. But yeah, I I think I, so a lot of the films that I enjoy came out when I was a kid. Yeah. That's a lot. That goes a long way, right? If it's something you saw a lot when when you were were like that age, then you have a special place in your heart. There's definitely some bad, bad movies that I love, but it's because I, I used to watch them every weekend Mm -hmm. when I was little. Yeah. So I think that's probably why Dolomite is such a good movie because first of all, it was one of the rare black films that were out. So were you able to watch this movie? Was it coming on TV on a regular basis? So I never, I, so I'd never seen Dolomite as a kid. I saw, and it's not like my dad watched it or anything. Um, like you didn't hear about it in like in whispers or anything like that. When my parents would have friends over, you you didn't hear about that kind of stuff. So where'd you find it? I heard about it in college. Um, I'd heard about it in college and I can't, you know, pinpoint right Someone when I like heard a, it. A bootleg VHS or something like no, that just, of it? I, I don't, I don't even remember. I don't, okay. I honestly don't remember, but I do remember seeing it and I didn't even see it in college. I remember, uh, I'd heard about it and I was, this was after college and I was still living in Chapel Hill. I was like, man, I've heard about this movie so much. I have to watch this film. Right. Okay. And I just, did you love it when you watched I it? I did. I remember really liking it. And like, laughing at it and loving it. Like, yeah, all, for all the reasons that I enjoyed it th- yeah. this time around were the same reasons that I enjoyed it that time around. These movies, these the black exploitation genre, was that as an African-American, like, is that something that was empowering to see these movies? Or because I feel like if these movies came out now, like made by white folks, mm-hmm. they'd be considered offensive. Well, I think a lot of the black exploitation movies were made by black people. Yeah. So, but again, a lot of them were made when I was a kid. And uh-huh. again, I don't think my parents were, my parents aren't into movies like I am. Yeah. Okay. And so it's not like they were watching these films and I was like, you know, five years old and sitting beside my dad and watching it also. Mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff came 
after, like a long time after. Okay. And it's kind of funny how I love movies as much as I do because it's not like my my parents aren't movie people. Yeah. Um. For instance, I remember when Return of the Jedi came out, and how old were you? Twelve okay. when it came out, or 12, 11, 12, something like that. So old enough? Did you go to the theater? Absolutely. That's <laughs> went, rad, went the, dude. Can you? Yeah, it's like going to the theaters oh. and seeing Return of the Jedi, like uncut. Yeah. Had you seen the others already? Somehow? Yeah, yeah, I seen it. Yeah. Wow. There wasn't even VHS at that time, right? Were they on I, television? So I, I probably saw Empire on HBO or something like that. And I don't yeah. even remember how I saw Star Wars because I was way I mean, young. They had then. to have been on ABC or even even if there weren't cable channels and stuff remember. like that. I bet they were on television. I really honestly don't remember. But I know okay. I went, but I know by the time. So Return of the Jedi was when I was knew what was going on, right? Yeah. And um, which is funny because I think Empire had just come out like two years prior, right? Uh-huh. But yeah, I, I I remember going to see Return of the Jedi, like if not the night, not the day it came out, definitely like the weekend it came out. <sighs> did that blow 12 year old Mike's mind? Yeah, I did. Like I went and saw the special effects in that one were so much better than any, either the other two. I'm pretty sure I went with my dad. Like I, so I remember going to see it with my dad one night and with my mom uh-huh. like the next night. And I think my dad fell asleep oh, that's <laughs> in, one of those, in one of those movies. But yeah, like you know, these are movies that, you know, when you're that age, they just stick with you, which it makes me think of kids today. Are the new, are these new movies sticking with them? I don't know. Like, yeah. you know, this a whole, um, you know, cell phone age and it iPods is like, and iPads like and short attention span. Yeah. And there's always the next thing. Yeah. Cause yeah, know. it was an, it would be an event when a star Wars would exactly. come out or like Superman, the movie. Exactly. exactly. And now it's like, there's, f- five to 10 comic book movies that come out every year. Exactly. So yeah, getting back to Dolomite, I think that when Dolomite came out, it was like an event because like you said, like an event because it was so rare to see black faces up on the screen. And one that would really break through like that. Yeah. So, and I think that Rudy Ray Moore had like a real underground following. And yeah, the Netflix movie plays it like to start. mm -hmm. He just had one copy of the film and was just going from town to town until a, until a distribution company said, Hey, we'd like to yeah, make a bunch re- of copies and show it in a the bunch of cities. It, yeah. And, and Rudy Ray was a wise enough businessman to recognize that's the way to get the most people to see it without me having to go yeah. town to town. I want to say this movie made like $5 million, which off of a hella small budget. I mean, I don't remember his budget, but let's just say it was it like, it had to be under a million. It had to be probably I'd, under a hundred thousand. I was about to say under a hundred thousand. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a pretty good return, right? No doubt. <laughs> and I mean, we're still talking about it today. So Absolutely. that's stood the test of time. You know, I, and I can honestly say that Eddie Murphy's film is what brought us here, but I can see where we would have talked about the film, not now, but I can well, see where we would have branched out to it. I'm glad you suggested it because I had never seen the movie before. And I feel like I was missing out. No, it's just so much fun. So yeah, if well, you haven't seen it and you probably haven't <laughs> like check this shit out, because this movie will make you laugh and it'll make you cheer. It'll, it'll make you appreciate film. It'll, it'll make, make you, you appreciate like good films. Yeah. It'll, it'll, yeah, it'll, and make, it'll you, make you appreciate bad. Films. It'll make you appreciate hard work. It, yeah, dude, the hustle, man. It'll make you appreciate Rudy Ray Moore and his passion for yeah. becoming a star. He did not have leading man looks. Dude, he was not dude. Billy D. Williams or no or, looks uh, or chops. You like, know anything you know, like that? He just, uh, but he was a hardworking dude yep. with a lot of talent and charisma, and he made it happen. He made it happen. That's right. That's 
So thank you, Mike, yes, for uh, suggesting no problem. this one. I'm yeah. glad to be back in the saddle with you. I, I mean, I want to do another one, so. Oh, we're going to do it, man. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Until All right, well, next time. Yeah, absolutely. Next time, we'll talk to you later. Oh.